Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks, two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Rick, and as always, right next to me is the man, the myth, the legend, buddy. How you doing, brother? UFC 258 in the books. How'd you like it? Hey, I'm doing good. I, I, I enjoyed the fights. I thought that, honestly, and, and my, my buddies would probably agree that I watched with, uh, it kind of was a boring night, but the main event really, really uh, made it made up for it, in my opinion. How do you oh, feel about that? I, it wasn't that boring. I really didn't think it was boring. I mean, the 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 Pitolo, uh Marquez fight that was an that was a crazy fight. I thought that was a an upset. You had a lot of upsets actually. You had uh, Anthony Hernandez. Adolfo Riera. I mean, that was the biggest upset of the night by far. And I mean, Macy Barber <coughs> didn't look herself. Well, let's just say the main event or the main card. Yeah. We had three decisions, which weren't the most exciting fights. Let's be honest. True. That is true. Like I, I'm being a little hard, but if like if you want me to overall grade this one, yeah. Maybe a high C just because the 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 like you said the guy uh, Hernandez tapped out Vera Burns and Usman was a fucking slobber knocker hashtag we're Jr now <laughs> <laughs> that's right Fuck yeah. but really I mean this was a good fight what uh, you want to just jump right into it or you want to let's go let's go let's start at the bottom and work our way up man. We can go with Usman if you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm all for it. I'm half lit right now. Let's go. Oh, are you? I'm, I'm trying to get there. I didn't even smoke all day. That was my first hit of the day. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm about half a cup of rum, man. So we're good, brother. We're good. <laughs> so, hey, everybody watching, if you, if you have your little vice, if you like doing something, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, feel free to smoke and drink with us. Oh, look. And we got people in the chat. What's up? Kill you all. We got JC Gamer in the house. Hell yeah, Back bro. time always lurking in the backgrounds. We see you, bro. Yeah, you can't hide Appreciate from us. <laughs> All right, so this first fight, did you? who did you have? Because I, I had this one wrong. Oh, okay. Gabe Green and Philip Rowe. I had Gabe Green decision. It's, I mean, look, I, I, I wanted to pick Rowe, but Rowe did exactly what I thought he would do. He got overly excited and just jumped the gun. And uh, Gabe Green, he, he held his composure. And I think that is the theme of this whole card, is who can have your composure about within the fight. I think we've seen that over and over and over again throughout this whole 258 card, is where does the composure lie? Uh, that, is a, that is a good point. And I, I will, I'll agree with you on some of these fights that did play a good factor. Yeah. Now, do you know how good you did on the fights? Because 
this is what I did overall, by the way, before we get into it too much. I had four out of ten uh, fights picked and three perfects, but they were decisions. The Grasa, the Gaslam, and the Muhammad. I got those decisions, and other than that, I did shit. I only got four out of ten fights correct. What about you? I had uh, two, four, six, seven fights right out of a whole card. And you most bastard. This is a good one for you, huh? And most of them were on the main card. But I only got like five points because none of the ways I wanted them to end ended that way. So it was like, ah. Yeah. Good point. Oh, So, so anyway, my, my, my idea was Gabe Green and Philip Rowe... Um, it wasn't. It, it's not worth talking about, in my opinion. Like they, they still. I think they both need more work. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're just getting into there. They're just getting into it. These, these are guys that that need, um, need a couple more fights before we even give a shit. Yeah. You all, your man, Kieran. Thank you for showing out. Now, this next one was actually a, a good, pretty good banger at a catchweight. Chris Gutierrez got the decision win against Andre Yule. Ooh, man, them leg kicks and everything—they were they were money, bro. I, but that's that's the thing about Chris—he got some leg kicks. He got—I don't know. I think I even might—I can't remember this fight that much, but I feel like I—I I liked Andre Yule better. But I feel like did did he kind of win? Do like no, decent? hell no, hell no. I called this. And then I'm one. thinking of something else. I called this one. Remember how I said in the last episode, you know, Andre Yule's a great fighter, but he does that darting in and out shit, and he leaves himself wide open when he does it. And that's what happened. Gutierrez knew that, kept kicking the shit out of his legs, and when he would come in with that try-and-wanna-be gazelle jab where he would cover mad distance, he would leave himself open for a hook, and he'd get hit with a hook every time, dude. And Gutierrez is a tough, tough dude, and he just... Worked him the whole fight. Yeah, my memory's starting to re- like refresh a little since you're talking about it. But do you remember when his leg was completely out? He was still fucking playing well, dude. Oh, dude, and that was like, crazy. I like the way he blitzes. I like his style, bro. I mean, I I just think stylistically that was a bad matchup for Andre. But you know, I, I'm I want to see him fight soon, and I'm excited about it. I get I, you, I like bro. Him and I like Chris too. Chris Chris is a motherfucker, dude. Those guys over at the Factory X, man. Not all, not all of them are the great. No, they putting out some fighters. They're putting out some decent fighters. Hey, I'm just saying, like Anthony Smith. You know, I'm just fucking around about that. But <laughs> that guy yeah, needs to I hang mean, Chris, up. Chris Gutierrez has been a has been a prospect that we've been watching that we kind of fuck with. So hell yeah, man. That's off to him for sure. Tough ass dude. Um, hey, but look, Andre, you were, Yule? you were right about. Oh my bad. Go ahead. But uh, I was going to move on. I didn't know. You oh, were real quick, real quick. Andre Yule's style is salvageable. He just needs to get that hand up to protect his chin. If it's he ha- unique. It's unique. It is. It's a very unique style. It's kind of a mix between, like, Leota Machida, Stephen Thompson kind of got a thing with it with a with a okay. nice... With I a like nice style, na- but goddamn, you disrespect the Machida and fucking Thompson. No, 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 no. Le- <laughs> le- I said stance while. I didn't say the whole style is his. Stance while. Okay. You know, this is this is where he's this his wheelhouse is is that in and out, in and out movement. That's what you're gonna get with him, but there's no protection when he does it. And if he could find a way to protect himself when he does it, oh man, or like do it to a clinch and then throw them knees, oh he would be he would be a contender, dude. No no doubt. Let me, let me ask you this, because it's this just came to me. Yeah. 
okay, so you're talking about comparing him to great fighters, right? Mm-hmm. I think the way I think the way he darts, because it's not even a lunge. He's like he's darting towards these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And it's not exact. It's not exactly a blitz as well either. It's like a dart in and out. Like I don't like you say it's in and out. It kind of reminds me of like a TJ Dillashaw in a way. You know what I mean? Like it's TJ Dillashaw esque, not not just like him, right? But but the thing the diff like, the difference between with TJ Dillashaw is he has that short range, and he's fighting opponents with short range. And you notice when yeah. Dillashaw fought Cruz, you know that he had to come at him with a different style, and like like yeah, like Yule can't can't adapt well. That's that's I think that's one of his faults is he can't adapt think, his style. Do you think Yule should fight more like Brandon Moreno then, like uh, or or even like the fucking guy who won the main event? He don't have, have a, the chin. Have a, have a jab though. Have a jab, dude. Just 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 kind of stay on the outside. And just try to jab, 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 jab with that length. Yes, yes, that that would you know be I mean? good. Or, or instead of lunging in, maybe let them come in, come in and hit your jab. Yeah. Or what I would I would suggest him do is work on his teep kick, like straight down the middle, straight down the middle, kind of like a. I don't know. I would say use it like a Stephen Thompson or or a or a Connor, where it's straight up the middle, straight up the middle. That would be something that he could work on. That would that would really help him find that range. You know, that's what right, he let, needs to do. Let Let me catch you up on the chat. So JC Gamer was talking about how fucking stacked UFC two fifty nine is. Oh my god, it is. Adesanya versus Blahovich. We got Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. It, I mean, we're super excited for that. That's going to be a fucking yeah. lit-ass fight look, card. Look, I I don't know what I'm going to pick yet because I like I like Aljo's style, but I like Jan's power. I like Izzy's ring IQ, but I like Jan's power. And, and Megan Anderson's got the range and the reach to, to combat Noons. I mean, these are really, really great matchups. I can't wait for this, but I got to do my research before I do. Yeah. Make any final decisions. And he's talking about UFC 260, which has Stipe versus Naganu, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. That's another fucking banger. Ortega's going to be. Ortega's going to win. I'm I'm thinking that. Ortega's going to win. Oh, you finally own that train now. No, 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 no. no. Before you weren't on that train. No, I'm not on the train. I'm just calling it like I see it, okay? I'm not on... Before you said that there's no shot in hell, you remember that. After Ortega I, won, you're like, he can't beat Volkanovski. He's definitely not going to beat him. The only thing that I think Volkanovski is shy on is them leg kicks. I mean, I know that's his bread and butter kind of thing, but with Ortega's footwork, could probably combat it. I am I was looking at Ortega's last fight, and I'm like, uh, man, that, that was a really good way to do it. I mean... The way to combat um, zombies, jabs, and 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 footwork. Now, let me ask you this: What's up? Now, this is a this is a possibility with Ortega. We're getting off topic, but Ortega, it's MMA. We're on topic. Hey, if Ortega, yeah, what if what if he's he's pull, he pulled a fucking Garbrandt, Garbrandt versus fucking Cruz, best performance we ever seen out of Cruz, but I mean uh, Garbrandt, but we'll never see it again. Best performance we'll ever see out of Ortega against Zombie. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that would suck, man. That would suck. Yeah. I wouldn't want talk that. About who do you think, who, who do you think uh, Dillashaw should fight? TJ? I want yeah, to see, see TJ fight Cruz or Aldo. That's who I want to see him fight, Cruz or Aldo. I'd, I'd love the Cruz fight. 
But I you, like the Cruz fight a lot. But th- this is this is what I think though. I think they you know, could. You know, he's fighting Faber. Who is? T.J. Dillashaw. That, he's fighting. Announced. He's fighting Faber. Ew. Yeah. Ew. He's gonna beat it's Faber's e- easy dub, bro. He's gonna beat easy Faber's dub. ass. I mean, like yeah. bad. Like not even a question. Like it's gonna be like an eight hundred favorite. I'm saying at least eight hundred favorite to beat Faber. I was thinking that that Dillashaw should fight Aldo and then Cruz and Frankie go at it. They might as well give Dillashaw the title shot. No, he his, no. He never lost a title. He never lost the one thirty five title, bro. They be, uh, okay. Look, look. As long as Jan and Aljo go before that, I'm okay with that. But I, but Jan and Aljo need to go before that. So if it gets canceled for some on reason, you cannot give Dillashaw the, the title fight. The main reason why I know that they're not going to give him the title fight is because they didn't give Jones a title fight right away. They made him do a fucking warm-up fight. You know? With who? Uh, OSP, I think. And then he fought DC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, you did break the rules, dude. You can't just come back and get your title. That's that's not cool. You got to do yeah, Cruz, at least a fight. We know Cruz is fighting Kenny, but we just was like, you know, that's the, you asked us what matchup we want. Yeah. That, that, get, that puts all the fucking matchups out the window. We're just saying what we would want. Yeah. It, it, look, Kate, Cruz is fighting Casey he Kenny. Said, Wait, where did you see TJ's fight in favor? Uh, my boy TJ, a.k.a. Uh, Tragic, sent me that. Oh, the Factor X guy? No, no. This is Tragic. Oh, okay. Iconic Tragic. Helwani announced it. That's right. Helwani, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Beerus. Shout out to Beerus, by the way. Combat, Combat Top Sports. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so... So we caught we caught up on the chat real quick, but let's talk about this next fight. You okay. knew more than me. Pollyanna Viana got that first round submission. I thought Mallory Martin was going to be a tougher fighter. Look, no, uh, no, no. She what do you got t- to say about that bitch? She's I mean, a not, tough not fighter. Not the bitch, but what do you got she, to say about this fight? She's a tough fighter. She's a tough fighter. Mallory Martin just got sucked in to a nasty triangle and couldn't get her way out. And I mean, the she she was not giving up. She is the toughest chick I've. I've seen in a while. I Bro, thought her was, arm was getting tore up. up. I thought her arm was gonna gonna be taken off completely, but you know she hung in there as long as she possibly could, as long as she possibly could. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, Pollyanna Viana, she just strapped on that chi- triangle so fast in the first round when nobody's sweating yet. I mean, come on! It was it was a wrap as soon as she locked it up. We knew it. Well, it was just a she got, matter of she time. She got the triangle, and then she went to stand up, then slammed her in, and sunk it in deeper. Yeah. And then uh, got turned over and got armbarred. So I mean, it was like I don't know. I just felt like uh, really bad fight IQ on Mallory Martin's part. You know, yeah. you're, you're at the you're at the world's biggest stage for MMA and. You're kind of shitting the bed on dumb mistakes, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I just, you know, and it, so let's. So beer says. Oh, he's talking about his. Okay, so it says while on steroids. What? TJ got to stop thirty-two seconds in his last fight. 
Okay, yeah, you're right, Kill. You're right. That was at 125. Either way, he never lost his title. No one ever beat him for his title yeah. on his weight. That That is true. That he is got, true. He got stripped. That's it. No one ever beat his ass. I, and I, I always said it about how Whitaker got the title. That's why I don't consider Jan a fucking champ. I, I promise you I don't. I don't consider him a champion. Uh, I don't consider... Jan's a... I never consider... Never consider... Never considered Whitaker a champion. Okay, well, well, who's the champ then? GSP. That's the only champ you're gonna you're gonna recognize. Well, nowadays it's out of sign. He don't beat everybody's ass. Yeah, but, but Whitaker, it's... you know, Whitaker didn't do enough. <laughs> okay. Not for, not for me. Okay. So so yeah, why don't you why don't you respect Jan in that manner? I gotta know this. Who's he beat? Who's John? He beat Dominic Reyes, right? Dominic Reyes? God damn. I thought you were talking about Jan, uh, Peter Jan. Oh, Peter Jan. I thought you were talking about Jan Blahovich. I'm like, why don't you recognize him? Jan's kind of not the champ either. We know that. We know the king of 205. Two <laughs> all right, all right. That is true. Like, if we're being honest, there's a lot of f- fake champs right now. <laughs> So why is Peter? So why is Peter Yana? Why is Peter Yana fake champ? Fuck him. That's why he about to lose to Al Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But before we let's let's not debate fake champ. Okay. Okay. Champ. Okay. Let's kind of get through this though. Who's next on the how'd card? How do you feel below Bilal Muhammad uh, getting that dub? What you think? Underrated fighter. For real, underrated fighter. The pressure that dude has, and he just goes and goes and goes like, holy shit. Like, wow. I got, a, I got a question for you and Chad, if anybody knows. What's up with his fucking eyes? He's always got a weird fucking look in his eyes, and he always gets, like, poked early in the fights. All his fights. I've always noticed that. Uh, Got me, brother. I really don't know. Something up with his eyes, bro. He's got a bizbang thing going on. We don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. I promise you, bro. And uh, Lima, he was working them motherfucking legs, but he was getting his ass whipped. <sighs> hey, what's up, Elite? How you doing, bro? Anything else to say about this? Uh, you know, look, not, look. The, where the does shittier Lima? N- the no. Shittier Lima. No, Lima. Lima's Lima's respectable. I mean, the leg kicks were were fucking up Belial. I mean, that's another tough dude that took leg kicks and just kept going like it didn't happen, and just kept did at you, it, kept at it, kept at it. Did kept you see what it. he said afterwards? No, what did he say? <clears throat> he was like, "My calf was a balloon." <laughs> <laughs> I seen it. He called out uh, Lee Jingling, or is that what is it? Yeah, Jing- he called him Jingling like I do, yo. Yeah, that's right, that's Jingling. I, I was like, I knew I liked Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> Muhammad's that guy's fucking cool, bro. Hell I, yeah. I think he's got a cool personality. I'm down with him, man. I hope I hope he gets all the ranked fighters he can handle. Elite Stacks, what's up? Kieran, what's up? Will Kazmak think- ever fight? Dude's got COVID, yo. Ka- uh, Hazmat's got COVID, so <sighs> I don't know. I don't think we hear from Kazmat for a while. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. Uh, all right. What- yeah, Edwards is another. We'll get to Edwards a little later in the program. <laughs> All now, right. the, the, the main event of the prelims, right? Yeah. What, what do, you know, is this kind of paid off? Honestly, what do you think? Uh, One of the better fights. You, hold on. Wait, did we skip a fight? 
Not that I know of. What other fight was there? Uh, Ricky Simone? Was he on he the fight? Huh? Oh, he, he was on the main card. Oh, okay. Ricky Simone, Brian Kelleher was on the main yeah, card. Yeah, because some of the fights got canceled or whatever. So right, they right, changed, right. They changed, they changed the order around a lot. What's up, Tragic? How you doing, bro? So so Bobby Green couldn't make the... He collapsed in the back due to weight cutting, kidney failure, and everything. Um, Question, though, before we move on with that, since you mentioned it. Okay, what's up? I don't, I don't know if we brought it up in the last podcast. Did you see Bobby Green on the pre-fight interview, like thing the pre the uh i guess where they he sits at a desk and the media talks to him no what do you say yo was fucked up like actually like i was like yo he's drunk he's definitely drunk and i was like no he's high and then i'm like i can't tell somebody <laughs> mentioned he was on mushrooms I was like that could be possible because this dude like they asked him about his future and he just like stared off started fucking smiling like you could tell that motherfucker in his head time traveled to his future and it made him happy <laughs> you know what i mean like he was on some shit and then next thing you know he can't make the fight he's collapsing and shit oh no <laughs> <laughs> elite said he's high as a kite <laughs> hey it's definitely worth watching it's funny as hell oh he talked about hey he was talking about he's like i got three baby mamas one white one black one mexican <laughs> the reporter was like which one's most expensive for you? And at first he almost answered. I was like, don't do that to yourself. You're going to get yourself in trouble, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know he was about to put his foot in his mouth on that one. But, yeah, he looked He was like, he looked intoxicated of some sorts at that fucking uh, interview. And next you know, he can't make it to the fight. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That is fucked up. All right. So, so top of the main or top of the prelims. Who yeah. was it? Who was it? Because my order's all messed up. Adolfo Vieira versus uh, Anthony Hernandez. Woo. This fight was so crazy, dude. Like, give me give me your breakdown, if you will. How, how about this? How about we just go to the tape and and do a little quick highlights? We can go to the tape actually, right now. We actually might have skipped Pitolo. Uh, no, I thought Pitolo and, and oh. Marquez was he, on the, main, the card. main card. Sorry. Yeah. That's you, my bad. All right, hold on. Hold on, let's let's do it like this. Let's see what we can do real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? There we go. All right, we're here. <laughs> is my voice here? Uh, let's see. Are you talk? Yep, it sounds like it. All right, good. All right. So. Hell yeah. This is what we got. Look, Anthony. Her, let's let's just turn this down because it sucks. All right, look, <laughs> Hernandez versus Adolfo Vieira. Adolfo Vieira is called the Black Belt Hunter. I mean, seven-time Abu Dhabi world champion. And this dude gets taken to school. Like, the first thing is have cardio. He wanted to choke the life out of this guy, out of Hernandez. And he was trying for his life, to, just to choke him. As you can see in here, he went for an arm bar. He went for an arm triangle. He, he went for uh, a guillotine. And and this purple belt in Anthony Hernandez uh, got out of it. I mean, everything. Got out of everything. And outlasted him. And then, by the end of the round, Hadolfo is dead tired. Dead tired. Like, yeah, he, so I think he tired. he cut him up with an elbow as well. Yeah, that, yes, he did. Right at the end of the round, he cut him up. So he he, I mean, hit, he hit him right there, right there that cut him up, and then 
then he gets into a reverse triangle right here, and this is the end of the first round. And yep. you could look, look, Hadolfo is so blown up, he can't, he can't do I nothing. I was surprised he met the bell at the second round. He can't do nothing. And then, then he's just trying for every little trick that he can do. And Hernandez is like, oh, dude, I'm gonna, I could have my way with this guy. He could have knocked him out. He could have TKO'd him. He could have taken any submission he wanted. That's how tired Hadolfo Vieira is. And what did he do? Armin Guillotine. That's how he upset Hadolfo Vieira with... Did you see... They didn't show it in that one, but did you see his face when, when, when he started tapping? He looked at him tapping, looked at the ref, but his face was like, holy shit, he's fucking tapping. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he thought he was going to have to put him to sleep. Oh, you know dude. I mean? Yeah. That's probably why he went for a choke instead of a... Because he was thinking like, hey, man, this guy's a black belt hunter. He'll never fucking tap. Yep. <laughs> you better put him out. <laughs> but honestly, dude, I, this fight, I, I, I got I to gotta be honest. Like last week and all during before the fight, the lead to the fight, I was sleeping on Hernandez, dude. I was like, dude, that's just somebody that UFC lets walk through. Oh, me too. Like, 100%. Hell, hey, I got to put some respect on that man's name. I'm excited to see him fight again, bro. What Scrappy an upset. What an upset. I was so happy for him. You said you see the new fighter that got a new contract? No, well, who was it? <laughs> oh God, it's compish. Watch out, it's a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> so compish trying to show. I'll let you go ahead say that. Say the name if you want. Uh, what is it, Gabe? U six. <laughs> <laughs> See, Compass ain't used to us. We just can't pronounce. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, I remember. I'm hooked on phonics illiterate. I can't. I can't do names. There you go, tragic. That's what it's supposed to sound like. By the way, Ricky, what tragic said, "Gay butt sex." <laughs> Shout out to Compass. He be coming in the chat trying to always get me with those little jokes. He never gets me. Son of a bitch. So before we get into the uh, breakdowns of the main card. Let me tell you who came in what for the Fight Pick Championship. Let's do it. All right, so we got Cheney, who came in first with 50 fucking points. <laughs> who came in second? Yours truly, MMA motherfucking Marks. Motherfucking Marks. Go ahead. Then we got Jimmy T in third, tied with Emmanuel with 35 oh, shit. points. Corn-fed Jimmy T coming in third? Go ahead, Jimmy T. Look, uh, I'm not going to get into it too, too much, but we'll see. Let's see. Uh, you're like in fifth or sixth place with I, uh, 20. Yeah. I'm... Tragic tragic was kind of low with 15. Kuyuol had 10. Damn. Beerus, had, Beerus must have forgot to play because he had zero. Oh, come <laughs> on, Beerus. <laughs> uh, so right now, I'm just going to give you the top. What's the top? Top three. We'll okay. Top three. top three. Emmanuel has yeah. 180 points. Hell yeah. Cheney. That's on the Fight Geist. Check them out every Thursday or, or Wednesday. I'm sorry. Wednesday right here on Twitch. Uh, Fight Geist. Check out uh, Zoltanite. Them guys are awesome. They got, they. if you like betting and everything, they can break it down for you who to bet on, who not to do. Uh, they love DraftKings. Check them out. 
Cheney has 170 at second. I can't believe they're both in first and second. That's crazy. They sneaking up on us. But but your boy MMA Marks is in third place with 160. Respect. And I might as well I might as well mention Iconic kind of Tragic's in fourth with 150. Hell yeah, Tragic! Come on, man. And, and you're somewhere down at the bottom with fucking 130 points. Yeah, I'm just not. not this isn't my you know, season. Your tie, your tie would kill you all with 130 points right now. Um, what are you trying to get me to jump off a bridge? Are you trying to do that? Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> How dare you? Nah, but all right. So let's get into this. So you, uh, Pitolo versus Julian Marquez. Julian Marquez, man, what a savage! I thought this dude was a straight bar fighter. That that's what I got from this guy. He just would not go down. Pitolo kept clipping him, but. I think Pitolo came in with the with the assumption, hey, this guy's been off a while. Let me catch him cold. And he started out hot. I mean, there was no feeling out process. Went right up to him. Just started started in on his head the whole time. Just and then you just slowly start to see Marquez just get it back. Like, oh, I know how to fight. This this is familiar to me. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And then he just got used to being hit, and once he got used to being hit, he was not scared at all of Pitolo. Like, just went to him, and then by that time, Pitolo started gassing out and couldn't keep his composure, and down he went, and he got choked the fuck out. So, the way I see this, I've seen this fight very differently. Okay. I, I, I see a championship mentality with Julian. Uh, but his skills are not championship level. I mean, maybe he can get better, obviously, but you've seen a real champion in, in, in Marquez because Pitolo was beating the shit out of fucking Marquez, in my opinion, winning the whole fight. And I think it was James Krause in the corner said, in, in between second and third round, said, you need to finish. Yeah. Let him know. Yeah. And you know what he did? He went out there and did his fucking job and finished him. He did. So he did. I fuck with him real hard. For he sure. would have definitely lost that decision, but the difference between Marquez and Pitolo, Pitolo was playing a game. Marquez was fighting for his life. There's a difference. You could definitely. <laughs> he was. Uh, R. R. Kelly. And wh- what about what about the 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 post interview? Can <laughs> <coughs> so he wanted he asked Miley Cyrus to suck his dick, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And you know so she answered know, him, right? Do you, know, do you know the whole story? You know she answered him, right? Yeah, it said, uh, shave your chest with the MC or whatever. Yeah, she said, uh, shave MC into your chest hair, and I'm yours. And you know what this... And did you see, did you see, did you see him rebuttal? Yeah, what an idiot. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> like, he said... What's up, Odin Kush? He said, okay, girl, uh, you get a henna tattoo of the Cuban Missile Crisis and... And we, we're good or something, or, or you can have me, or something like this. It's like, oh, man. All you had to do was, like, say, I'm in L.A. tomorrow. How about dinner? That's all you had to say or something something to that effect. And you could have been, like, in there with Miley Cyrus. But, man, what that, an idiot. Hey, that pic- so, Tragic is in the chat saying he did it today, and they picture together. That picture looks Photoshopped. It might be real, but it really looks Photoshopped to me, bro. Uh, but either way, he's a pretty cool legend. I mean, he rebuttaled when somebody – it was handed to him and he rebuttaled. Yeah. That's, that's got balls. But yeah. Again, by the way, while Ricky was talking, I interrupted by accident. But 
Uh, we got our man Odin Kush in the chat. Shout out to him. Hell yeah, you know, bro. All, 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 all the time no see. Through today. Fuck so, yeah. With me, I, I think I'm a fan of Marquez, and I, I can't wait to see him fight as well again. Hell yeah, man. I'm I'm with it. I don't I don't understand the whole like get loud thing. That that's not cool. What do you mean? The fuck? You you know at the end of his um his post fight interview, as soon as he started, he was like, "All right, I just talked to Dana. We're gonna get this whole who who's the loudest stadium? Tell me who you got because you know I'm from Kansas City and we got the loudest." loudest uh fans and da, da 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 and he's like hashtag get loud you didn't see that part i did but i didn't i didn't remember it as like you did i don't know why that stuck with you to me that's just him just trying to be cool with social media well it was just weird like he had that prepared that that's what that's why it stuck out to me like he had he had that well, prepared least, and he had the miley cyrus thing prepared that was so weird miley, to me hey the Miley Cyrus thing was smart as shit because it gets him in headlines and shit. Hell yeah, it did. And rebutt- rebuttaling makes it even more of a fucking blow up. Yeah. Now, this man this man might actually be smart with the social media, man. He might We're going to be. be all rooting for him, bro. Yeah. He's definitely got an underdog story for real. Next thing you know, he's been banging out Miley Cyrus this whole time. We ain't even know it. <laughs> she, was, there was, she was in on it the whole time. That would probably. be great. That would be great. You know? All right. So what's next on the card? All right, we got featherweight belt. That was Ricky Simone winning a decision against Brian Kelleher. I was wrong as fuck on this, but it, it's not. It was Ricky Simone's first. Was it his first fight, or you know, he just don't normally fight at featherweight. But it sounds like he wants to stay there. Am I correct by saying that? Yeah, I think I think he wants to stay there. If I was him, I'd stay there too because of how um, how he looked. I mean, he looked fresh the entire fight. Um, Brian Kelleher. I think he got a little too cute with the whole guillotine thing. He kept going for it, kept going for it, kept going for it. And, and after the second time, you, you kind of knew that Simone had a, had a defense for it. And you, you really couldn't get him with something like that. He was too savvy. And uh, Brian Kelleher just didn't have an answer. I mean, it's nothing that Brian Kelleher did that was, like, off. Mm-hmm. And I know we, as a group, expected brian kelleher just to dominate him but it, it just looked like he was off it just looked like he was off the whole night uh well i think it was i think it was just ricky simone kind of reminding us why we were hype about him at first yeah in, in a way as well because uh you know we all kind of was like you know what you got slept by favor bro you know what i mean like that's so it's like but we all were pretty hype on him in the, in the beginning of his like little UFC run. Yeah, but I will say uh, the only the only drawback to featherweight is he's not as fast as he is at at bantamweight. He's really fast at uh, bantamweight. I don't have much to say. But I mean, I think Brian Kelleher is still a decent fighter. Ricky Simone looked good. There's not much to c- come out of this fight, in my opinion. Yeah. Like like uh, like Tragic was even saying, you know, this was kind of a last minute last notice fight so it's not like they could have been too prepared i agree both sides i agree all right so what's next so what uh two people that probably were pretty prepared was uh a middleweight bout we had kelvin gaslam winning the decision over ian heinish did you agree with that that decision because uh, i felt like a lot of people were acting like they were shocked 
Like, no. I thought Gaslam was winning, dude. Gaslam definitely was winning. It, it, this was, this was a, uh, for me, a classic case of veteran versus um, journeyman kind of thing. Calvin Gaslam. Veteran versus kind of an up-and-comer. Yeah. J- this is Calvin Gaslam being a good gatekeeper. That's yeah, it. it. Yeah, I mean, you're just not on that level yet, dude. I mean, you're really good at what you do in brawling. You bring that brawler style Ian Heinish does to to the table, which is rare in this um, era of MMA. But Calvin Gaslam had an answer for it. I mean, he was very disciplined. And again, kept his composure throughout the whole course of the fight, which I thought won him the fight. The fact that he didn't look pressured, he didn't look um, rattled, even even if he got in a bad position, he didn't look like panicked. And Ian Highness looked panicked in some of his positionings, like, "Oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Let me get out of here." So I yes, think sir. that yes, swayed no, the I, judges. I did, I did enjoy this fight. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and well off to I Kevin Gastelum. I, I said I didn't like it, but now I'm thinking back, it was a scrappy fight. Like they both were kind of really going for it. Hell yeah! I mean, Gastelum's coming off a three fight skid. He needed this win. I don't feel like Gastelum was just hoping for the decision. I don't feel like Ian Heinish was either. I think they were both trying to finish each other. Yeah, that's what I like. That's the type of fights I like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, Kelvin. Um, I was. I was uh, doubting where his head was at in this because he didn't look like he was had any urgency to him in the um, embedded series when I was watching it. He just looked like he was just going through the motions. He didn't look like he was very urgent. But on fight night, he was ready. Hey, cheers, Odin. Um, so we got... Gaslam, what do you think? He'll probably get the loser of Robert Whitaker versus Costa. No. I want to see him fight Cannoneer. Yeah, that's that, it's not bad. Is, isn't Cannoneer, is his arm still healing? I have no idea, but I'd yeah, like... Fucking Whitaker broke his arm, bro. Yeah, I, I don't think he's he's up to that, that top five yet. I think he's right below, like, five or six. Gaslam? Yeah. He had a couple of really tough matches. I wouldn't even rate like that. It'd be different if he took an L from Ian Heinish and and and, and people on his level. He lost to Darren Till. Uh, who was it? Whitaker. Yeah. Or did did he fight Whitaker? I thought so. No, he hasn't fought Whitaker yet. I'm fucking going nuts. Pull it up. I mean, we got time. <laughs> yeah, my bad. So he. Hold on. So. Yeah. So look. I'm pulling it up now. Kelvin Kelvin definitely is is up there because, I mean, he took Izzy to the limit. So he lost to Israel Adesanya. Went fucking five rounds, bro. Didn't even get finished by Adesanya. He was Uh, finished. He was finished. He fought Darren Till, lost a split decision. Yeah. And then got heel hooked quickly, which you said was cheap. That That was fucking cheap, okay? Look, so, I would have hey, took the so, win. I would have so, took the win. That was cheap, why though. Why would you take him from fighting the champ and then two kind of whatever fucking losses? Why would you take him and, and rate him or put him so low? I still think he's top five. I think right now he's the best gatekeeper for top five they have. That's why I say six or five, five or six. I, 
I'm I'm not saying that he, he just does, he's not ready to take that number one contendership fight yet. He needs he yeah, needs but, to fight but, before that. Listen, because you you must not understood. So if he takes the loser of Casta and Whitaker, mm-hmm. first of all, he's fighting somebody he ain't fought before, and the loser, if he loses the Gaslam, drops off a top five. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, feel me now. Yeah, but you do know that and Gaslam goes up from five to four or something. You know what I mean? But you know that Costa um, turned down Whitaker, right? Really? I thought they were fighting. Nope. Turned it down. We need Whitaker versus Gaslam now. Because that fight was supposed to happen back in the day, bro. It should have. It should have. But I that's mean, gonna be that's gonna be a good fight. Yeah. It should be a damn good fight. It, it, but I, I just don't want to see it right now. It has to be later, like summer. Hmm. Because uh, Gaslam shouldn't get a quick turnaround as, as well because he doesn't do well in quick turnarounds. He loses right after if he has another quick one. So you want to let him gather up. Other than Izzy? Get the fuck out of Dodge, Stacks. Are you high? Hey. I'm t- I'll am repeatedly say this. Uriah Hall is still the dark fucking horse of the middleweight division. Yeah. Can you imagine that rematch? Gastelum versus Hall? Because Gastelum beat Hall for the, the tough finale. Yes. I feel like I might have said it to you. Cause, or I said it to somebody. But yes, I, that's a fight I would love to see, the rematch. I think I said it last week to you or something. Uh, because I was saying, they, you know, these guys, they, they fought before and they both were very different fighters back then. Yes, they I would are. love to see. I, don't, I have no idea who would win. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Wow. That would be good. That would be a good fight. I would lean towards Uriah Hall, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know because Hall has to be in space to to really do what he wants to do. And Kelvin likes that to to suffocate his opponents. So it, imagine him trying to do that fucking hop step on it on uh on Hall on, uh, on Hall like he did on Israel Adesanya. But, that's you know, not because he'll be ready for that. He'll yeah, that's for that. not that gonna shit. work. That is not imagine gonna work. That. Dude, I loved it though. Remember yeah. how fucking obsessed I was with that? I'm Hell like, yeah. yo, Kelvin Gaston's a genius. He's a fucking genius. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh I think he'll do that and get fucking kicked in the goddamn head. Yes, he will. <laughs> Real fucking quick. Cause you know he'll be ready for that shit now. Hell yeah, man. So so what what happened after after this? Kelvin got a so well deserved. Got the decision. best co main I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this was so exciting. We had Alexa Grasso getting a fucking Crazy decision over Macy Barber. I can't believe how much blood and gore and fucking... It was just blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> oh, man. And that was opposite actually, day I, from Buddy. <laughs> actually, I don't even remember this fight, but I remember right. Grasso won. Look, I'm, okay. I think I barely watched it, to be honest. Macy Barber is coming off a, a knee surgery, and she hasn't been in a fight in a long time. Okay. And she was jabbing at air. I mean, and she's bad. Vanderlei Silva fucking hooks that look like shit. That's fine. You can do the shitty looking hooks all day long as long as you got your opponent up against the fence to hit, to get him hit. 
that's what I'm trying to say. She was just, like you said, uh, throwing jabs on Vanderlei Silva hooks from fucking 10 feet away. Yeah, that was so bad. I mean, she did not have any concept of range in this fight in the first two rounds. I mean, she only threw like 15 significant strikes in the in the first two rounds. But it yeah, was, I think that also has to do with Grasso is the just superior striker. She's got, she's known for doing that. She's, you know, she's she's got a style like that. She's a counter. She's a counter striker, and, and she definitely outstruck um, Barbara here. Barbara. She's she's she stood. This is another one right here with the composure, you know, uh, yeah. because Barbara's known as as this hurricane kind of person where she just rushes you and and makes it really chaotic and really dirty fight and Grasso stuck to her guns and stuck to her discipline and held her composure and overall took the fight she lost that third round I mean Barbara came out like a fucking bat out of hell in the third round and looked like herself so it was like she took two rounds to wake up but it was too little too late She if she fought the third round if she fought like that the whole fight, she'd have won. Easily. But she didn't make the fight dirty. She just wanted to jab at air for the first two rounds, which I am very disappointed about. Yeah. So, I got a question. So, Tragic seems to think Macy Barber is fucking very attractive. I'm not exactly one to agree like I wouldn't turn her down or not, but like between the two, I think Alexa Grasso is a lot more my type. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, well, you're older. You got to remember, Macy Barber's twenty two. How old's Grasso? Grasso's like twenty seven, twenty eight. I just think she's better looking, bro. I she's think a that, woman. Let it, me be. Let me be completely honest. Fucking Macy Barber got a fat head and a small face. <laughs> What the fuck is up with her? She looked like a baby. Something about her just... She looks like a baby. Like, she's a cute girl. She's a girl, though. She... she, She's not a woman yet, you know? She she still has that little girl mentality kind of look to her. It's weird. I I agree with you that Grasso looks better. Way better. (laughs) So... Ah, man. So, yeah. Lexi Grasso, good deal, whatever. Where where does Grasso go from here? Where does Grasso go from here? Where does Barbara go from here? Barbara's going to fight some rando probably next. Just a rando. You know, Macy Barber is literally uh, Sage Northcutt right now. Yeah. You know, hitting the Sage Northcutt. You know, UFC wanted something out of her, but or out of him. Yeah, but the difference. Sage Northcutt started to come back. I ain't gonna lie, he started doing good when he changed. Yeah, but the 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 difference between Sage Northcutt and Macy Barber is Macy Barber still has time and potential. You know. Yeah. And Sage Northcutt did better. I think. I think. I I think Sage Northcutt going. Uh, is a lot better than Macy Barber ever will be. Mm. Elite Stacks wants us to recognize his picks, but you literally have picks just written in our chat. There's no proof of it being beforehand. 
Show us a fucking where you saved it on topology or yo. Put it on the gram, son. Put it on the gram. Put it on Facebook. I don't care. Put it on something better than something that's just gonna be gone in about ten minutes. Yeah, no, no. But you literally no. He literally just put it in here. Like that's no proof that he predicted that. He's just saying <laughs> he predicted that. You feel me now? Yeah. Good picks though, if that's true. I you know I'm not saying I don't believe you, but there's since there's a doubt of it. I'm a goat. You know? I'm a goat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool dude, though. I, I was on a party with him recently. Hey, now. Yeah, we all did a we all did a little bit of a tournament. It's just Barbara versus Shane Dobson. After Shane Dobson loses this weekend, she probably will lose. <laughs> yeah, she will. All right. Um. So, what did you think about the oh, the main event? Good shit, bro. Then. What did you think about the main uh, event? So I fucking literally, like, ask anybody that was in the party with me that was watching. I fucking literally just went from zero to 100 screaming, bro. I was screaming this fucking match like a mother. I was like, oh, shit. Holy shit. This is fucking crazy. Get the fuck out of here. He's fucking. Don't stop, motherfucker. Don't stop. Don't stop. You know what I mean? Like yelling. I just wanted wanted Burns to fuck him up, dude. He came out way too hot, but if he could have just finished him, bro, it would have... Oh, my God, dude. There were so many layers to this fight. We could spend the entire podcast on this fight alone, I think. I know I could. I loved it. I love this fight, and I think... And I was right. It's it, we, Well, maybe we didn't see the best out of both of them, but it was a hell of a fucking fight. They both fought their asses off. Yeah. And... I think that, you know, that was very, very good competition. And I think Usman did show with his composure, as you're about to say. I'm stealing your thunder. No, 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 uh, no, because I, I got another thing. With the constant pressure and jabs and, and, and knowing when, you know, keeping composure and not jumping in his guard or not jumping on the ground with him. You know, it was very, very uh, well-played strategy against Usman. I mean, Burns. Look, and, and, it, and he knocked him out. I totally agree with you. I mean, when Usman got that first clip and he got clipped within the first punch of the round, I think it was, and went down, I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And then Burns got overexcited, hit him with a hammer fist in the back of the head, and then Usman, like, stood up and didn't didn't grapple with him. Which I thought was weird. I was expecting a shot, and it didn't happen. He stood with him and was like, "All right, back to reset. Let's go." Bam, bam. And then for some, I forget what happened, but Burns wound up on his back, and then Burns didn't get up. Like he just didn't get up. Like I would have tried to get up as fast as I possibly could because that gave Usman all the time in the world to to reset and get his wits about him again. Like, why would you stay on your back that long? That's just not smart. I don't. I don't think he wanted to. I think that he was a fr- like. I think that was being cautious because he knew that Usman could do something as he's getting up, and I think that he knew that he would. That's f- look, man. You, right there was your shot to take your chance. I mean, you got to get I, up. There was a that that I I like that that played a factor, man. Usman's Usman makes it very hard to get up, and he, he does. did it to Maya as well. These guys, I think they went up, but he doesn't let them up, bro. Right. Right, because that, that's his way of taking a rest. That's his way of taking a rest because he was like, oh, I just got my clock cleaned. I need to 
I need to reset. I need to reset. But the thing that Usman did that's pretty much better than anybody I've seen in that division is his jab from both sides. Not just one side. Like, his left jab is really good. Really good. But when he switches stances, he can hit you with the same style jab on the other side. That is very, very difficult to do. Anybody who's ever hit mitts or hit a bag properly knows that it is really hard to jab like that from both sides. I mean, totally fucked up uh, Burns when he did that. Every time you yeah, well, switch stance, it was fucking You know how up. there's like different style jabs? I would say he has like a power jab. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, dude. It is, like, it is some straight people from use the it as shoulder. A feeler, you know, they're just doing stuff. He's, he's trying to fuck you up with that jab. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And he... And and it, and it did fuck him up. It was a like instantly. You're like, bro, come on. Yeah, and all Stop those, letting them jab you. All if anybody's in the chat right now that says, "Oh, Usman put Burns down with a jab," that was a power jab and a half, and it was on his power hand. It wasn't like well, he was on his weak side hitting him with a with a feeler jab. He was hitting him almost with a cross, but it was on the same. It was on the same side. So, I mean, you call it a jab, but good lord. It was a stiff-ass jab. That's right, kill you all. Stiff-ass hey, jab. The thing is, is he didn't, but the thing is, it was also accumulation. Yeah. You know, he just kept hitting him with that jab, kept hitting him. And, and it was, it, it was a, it, for me, it was a very good fight. Um, I think Usman is one of the best to do it, dude. He's just, you know, a little bit more proven to do, and it's, it's, it's a one. I personally, if I could pick his next opponent, I'd pick Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. You're I'd love to crazy. see that match. Uh, no, I want Colby too. I want Colby. That's who I want to see. I want to see him fight Colby again. Colby's earned it. And uh, I mean, how? How? He he just fought and just won. Do you think Masvidal? Who did he beat? Who who was his last opponent? Real quick. I don't know. I can't remember, dude. You're telling me something. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm. Let me go back. Let me look. I think the last one he fought was Usman, but I couldn't. No, play. no, he fought after that. Hold on. You gotta remember, you're drunk. I'm high, so. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hold on, give me give me a second. Give oh, he a... beat Woodley, bro. He didn't beat Woodley after Colby. I mean, he didn't beat Woodley after. Fucking! That's, I'm looking at it right now. I just I have it pulled up, dude. So he fought, he fought, and then he fought uh, Woodley. Yeah, because we're mixing up Burns, bro. Burns fought Woodley, then Usman. <laughs> Colby fought uh, Usman, then Woodley. Oh Jesus! Okay, never mind. He didn't really earn it. Then never mind. Fuck. But I don't think Masvidal. But I don't hey. think what. What about this fight for for Colby though? Because why not fight fucking Burns between the two of them? You know what I mean? That would be that would be a good fight. I'm down for that. Both are the recent fights. They beat they beat fucking Woodley and lost to uh, Usman. Yeah. Why not just see who's the better man out of those two? Yeah. It's just do you know what? Look, I I don't I, maybe I'm going against popular opinion here, but I really don't want to see. Usman versus Masvidal again. I don't. No care. one wants to see that. I don't it's care about it. So the only people that I heard that want to see that are Usman fans, because they want 
somehow they want Usman to shut up the fucking casual haters and all that, whatever, the, the Masvidal fanboys. But, but, dude, we, the people that don't want that fight are literally Masvidal fanboys. They don't give a shit that he can beat him the way he beat him. They don't, why fucking watch that fight, dude? Yeah. Like, why? I said, when I was talking about it earlier in the week, I was telling people, I see less of a reason for the Masvidal rematch than the Joey B rematch to happen with Figgy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it was it was not even it was not even competitive. It, was, it, it wasn't and even it was competitive. Hard, it was hard to sit through the first time. Why do it again? Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Like Masvidal I, can go fuck off with the Diaz and the and, and, you know, the Rando, the Cole, I mean the Connors. You know, he can do the fun matches. That's what Masvidal's there for. He's Look, a fan favorite. This is what Masvidal needs to do. Masvidal needs to fight Leon. That's what he needs to do. That could work, too. Masvidal needs to fight Leon. Usman. Leon wants Colby. Leon wants Colby. You know that? And Colby done turned down already. Yeah, Colby was saying. I wrote this shit down just in case. It's just little reminders on my shit. Yeah. I said, Colby said he ain't giving Leon no, no charity. Fuck he no. said, "Fuck him." I wouldn't either. And then, and then <laughs> you know, and Leon said, said, "Shut your, <laughs> shut up, stop your boot, stop your being a bitch." He told him. It, well, look, look. Um, I feel bad for Leon because Leon ain't fought in two years, and it's not really any fault of his own. The man caught COVID in, around December, and he's just been, he's been dealt a shitty hand the whole time. I mean. They took him off the rankings he's, so he would fight uh, Chimaev, which I thought was bullshit. But he still hasn't, like, he has a record, a decent record. But in my opinion, he still hasn't had wins on very notable guys. He hasn't, but he's a really good fighter. I'm not saying that he's not. He's a really good fighter, and he's he needs to be in the top seven. I mean, but he's, he's I know he's a... I've you, what what was the quote? Um, um, I'm on an eight. There you go, eight fight win streak in the toughest division in the world. I mean, it's just it's fucking laughable. It's laughable, <laughs> and the only the only reason he doesn't get more fights is because he's so fucking dry. You know, when he's doing that whole aerial interview, he's just like, yeah. I'm just waiting for them to tell me who I gotta fight next. You know, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good guy. I, I every time they fight, every time I get a fight, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to Did beat the guy up. Did you stop yourself from saying "good boy"? I was real close. I was real close. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You seen that? Who the, who I caught myself. Boy? I saw. I caught myself real quick. I be thinking I trigger people because I say "boy" a lot though, and I don't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. Like some people, are like don't call me boy. Like the fuck, and I'm like, I say boy, dude. It's a word I like to use. Yeah. Well, look, look. Okay, if if Burns is gonna fight Colby, how is that fight gonna go? Tell everybody real quick while I take uh, take a break for a sec. Oh, my money's on Colby, dude. Hundred uh, percent. I think that Colby's the better overall fighter. Um, got way better cardio. I think that Colby will be able to watch out for Burns's uh, strong strikes. I think that Colby's actually better 
at striking defense than Usman, and I can't I can't see that Burns would be able to catch um, Colby very good, basically. Motherfuckers, let me see. So we, you know, we're about to be going over Blades versus fucking Lewis, dude. I swear, I'm rooting for both of them in a weird way. Because Blades has always been my favorite favorite heavyweight since I've seen him. And Derek Lewis, man, he's he's always been a crowd favorite. I've always liked him a lot. And he said that he's going to maul, he's going to throw him down and maul fucking Blades, dude. He said that when he first called him out. And if he does that, he's my new favorite heavyweight. It says, I think Kiesa would have nice matches with the top four. Oh, for sure, dude. Honestly, Kiesa could be a dark horse of 170. Kiesa's like a... Kind of like a... Like a like a Khabib, Usman, you know, like just wrestler heavy, really. If it gets you, if it gets you down, man, it's over. Kill you all. You got Burns beating Colby. What do you got him whipping his ass and choking him out or something? Cause I mean, shit. You you guys don't sleep on fucking Colby striking, dude. He does spinning, and I'm talking about like I'm not talking about in the game. I'm talking about in real life. I know that he does spinning back, uh, spinning back fist, uh, jumping fucking knee, flying knees, whatever you want to call them. I mean, dude's got some fucking. Uh, dynamic striking and shit and He might not have a lot of ass behind What he's throwing all the time But it's constant fucking pressure And he'll He'll he'll, he'll, he'll mix it up Colby will he'll, Bam 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 Take you down Bam 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 Act like he's going for a choke But not really Then fuck you up Let you back up You know he's just staying on your ass Yeah So Who do you I guess you got Colby in that fight yeah, I was saying that I think that uh, the main factor in that is I think Colby has better striking defense than, than Usman does, and I, I definitely think he can weather Burns' storm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. The other the other possibility is if Masvidal is going to fight Usman and Leon's not going to fight Colby and Colby tries to fight Burns, then Leon should fight Kiesa. Just like uh, Stax was saying. He's underrated. Leon, Leon should... Okay, so if... I hope I wholeheartedly believe this. How about this? If if Masvidal is really happening with Usman, Leon should just fight fucking Wonderboy. And, that, and, I'll, and if he beats Wonderboy, he gets the next title shot. He's not going to beat Wonderboy. I don't think so either, but... You know, might as well just like put an eliminator there out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, if I was Leon manager, I would stay the fuck away from from Wonder Boy because that is not a good matchup for him. I got Wonder Boy against Usman. Come on now. Yeah, Wonder Boy all day on that one. That's not even. I wouldn't against Usman. Against oh Wonder Boy against Usman. No, Usman whoops his ass. <laughs> I knew you would say that. I'm, yeah, Usman I swear whoops to you, his I'm. Wonder Boy is my go-to now, bro. He's he's gonna do it. He's gonna crowd him though. That's that. Yeah. I don't think he will, dude. I don't think he's got the fucking. I don't think he's got it in him to keep him down for five rounds. <laughs> please, bro. yo, please. Oh my god, that would be a great fight. It's the footwork, bro. The footwork, bro. 
Yeah. That footwork's going to come to play against Usman, bro. I'm telling you. So UFC 258, you said was a high C. I'm saying low B. Uh, I, I like the, the matchups. The matchups are great. Uh, we've seen a lot of upsets. Um, it Everybody was trying to go for a finish. Nobody was really reining it in. And the people that were trying to rein it in and just, like, not even care got their ass beat. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I liked UFC 258. I, it was kind of worth my money. I know you might not have paid for it, but, you know, I did. <laughs> Tell you what, um, some of them streams coming super crystal clear, dude. I was having a... I was having an easy time watching them fights. I think Dana's I mean, like, blowing smoke. What do you think? I don't care. No, well, I mean, he might be trying to get he might be trying to get some of these motherfuckers in trouble, but you'll never shut it shut us down. No, that's, that's you know what I mean. But them cameras of the night, dude. We were. I was mentioning. I was, I kept telling everybody. Eventually, everybody fucking agreed with me. I kept, and then I seen on Twitter people were talking about it. What? But I kept saying, I was like, bro. I was like, these fucking cameras are fucking lit, dude. Oh, the like, new it, cameras? Fuck yeah, dude. It was like it was like it was like you were really there, dude. Like, I don't know, like and they had like it super focused on the on the on the fighter. Yeah. And like it, like the out the the outside layer was blurred a uh, little. Blurred and shit, dude. I loved it. It was it, it mean, reminded me of the video game. That's what I kept saying. I kept saying, I'm like, man, it's kinda like the video game where it's just solely focused in on the fighter. But it was so crisp. I mean, super clear. He said, imagine not paying for the fight. Imagine not having money but still being an MMA fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I couldn't imagine that. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do it. But, uh, damn, what the fuck was we talking but, about? The, the new cameras oh, the are camera great. Shit. The cameras are great. Yeah, that's, I loved it, dude. I hope they use them cameras every time. Hell yeah, man. So, coming up this weekend, though, we got Curtis Blades taking on the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. All right, well, hold up. Let's talk about some shit right quick. Oh, uh, so shit. Did you hear about this one? Did you what? hear about this one? What did I hear about? Mike Perry got an, uh, a fight announced that it's in the works. Who? Who's going to fight Mike Perry? Uh, well, actually, I think it's scheduled for April 10th. I wrote that down. <laughs> uh, D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. Oh, that's not a bad fight. That's well, actually... think of it this way. This is what I said when my boy Tragic told me about this. Okay. I said, uh, Dan Rodriguez uh, beat the shit out of Tim Means and then choked him out. Tim Means beat the shit out of Mike Perry. <sighs> yeah. D-Rod's going to beat the shit out of Mike Perry and choke him out. That would be cool. All... The only thing, though, is that Mike Perry... Just had a baby. And come on out with this bullshit. I'm telling you, dude, it changes your fucking life. Alright? Changes your whole perspective. It changes your whole motivation. And it could be really good for somebody like Mike Perry. Or it could go the complete opposite way and fuck him up. That dude that dude doesn't even like to fucking move his goddamn head. Daniel Rodriguez going to knock dude out. Yeah. It, it, it's a possibility, but it's a good test for Rodriguez. I I don't agree with the MMA math all the time, but, I mean, this is a good 
a good test for Rodriguez. I, I, I'm, I'm with it. I like that, like that matchup. Hell yeah! All right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm good to go with the. If you want to break down these fights, is there? So, how do you feel about this fights? Just before we even start getting into a fight by fight, do you think that this looks like gonna be a great card, shit card, blah 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 type card? What do you think? I'm happy with this card. I'm not saying that it's a a great card. Like I can't. It's not. It's not the March card. I'll tell you that. But it, it's it's definitely a damn good card, especially on uh, for free. You know. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like this was uh this fight card. It looks like it's gonna be a pretty fun fight for me. And it's a couple like names that aren't exactly popular. And we haven't seen in a while, but people that I actually like. This is gonna yeah. be an MMA hardcores kind of card where yeah. you know you know the fighters you don't see them that often this is a very style versus style kind of fight card which is good this is this is I'm I'm excited to see these fights play out because I'm not sure who's going to win I have my I have my thoughts but I'm still like up in the air on a lot of them yeah I, I feel you on that because um <laughs> Same, honestly. I I think I chose a lot of decisions. I can't remember now. Maybe a couple knockouts too. I just chose people who are gonna win. I didn't even choose how they're gonna win yet. So I'm, I'm still like, ugh. That's what I'm up in the air about. Is how how are these things gonna play out? Because there's so many ways that things can go can go with this. So let's just start at the bottom. Who do you got on the first fight for the first fight? I should say, because. I have uh, Sergey Spivak taking on uh, Jared Vandereira. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I have as well. Okay. Uh, so this guy Jared, he was on Dana White's Contender Series. Yeah. Uh, he's six foot four, and they call him the Mountain. And he's taking on Spivak, which we know it's kind of been a decent gatekeeper for is this guy UFC caliber or not? He's a fucking polar bear, right? That's uh, yeah, the polar bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Sorry, I just. Hey, but, polar bear ain't no joke, dude. Who you got in this? I I went ahead and just went with Jared, dude. I I am not big on Spivak. I don't think that his his I don't like his skills that much. And um, this guy's coming in from the Dana White Contender Series, and and I think that he's gonna. This is his welcome into the UFC. Hey. Uh, you beat this guy, then you're definitely UFC caliber, and I think that that, that he's gonna get the fucking decision. Honestly, okay. I, I think p- that both of these guys aren't the greatest fighters, probably. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. I picked Big Fact. You know, because hundred percent. I'm shit. down. Yeah, because I, I, if you look at the guy Jared's record, dude, this, Spivak's definitely the biggest name he's ever gonna that he's ever fought. Yeah. Yeah. He's I, literally I, fought no one. The only thing, like, I see a lot more nerves in the heavyweight division than any other division when they debut. Like, they either swing well, for the fences all the time or or they're really shy or gun-shy about s- certain situations. So I'm taking Spivak for the experience alone. I got him knocking out Jarrett in the second round. That's how I see this guy. So, hell yeah. I just want to put this out there, though. I think if Spivak wins... He'll win by a submission, Ooh. but because I want—I'm the type of guy that 
hey, man, he's coming. He's the Dana Wake and Tennis Series guy. I hope that this guy is, you know, a cool guy that just uh, maybe this is a good test for him because he has been subbed twice and Spivak has, like, mostly subs as his wins. He's got six subs out of 11 wins. Of, so, you know what I mean? Spivak is is quick to fucking, uh, like, put a the tr- remember he uh, did the arm triangle choke on Tai Tuivasa. He can hold motherfuckers down there, bro. He sure can. He's got but good yeah, wrestling. I'm I'm rooting for Jared. You know, hoping that he's cool, and I hope that he can watch out for the submission, and it will help him win the victory of decision. <laughs> okay. Next we got Ahmed uh, Zahabi taking on Draco Rodriguez. Who you got in this oh, yeah. one? So I got Rodriguez by submission round two. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Why? <laughs> so, so my breakdown of this fight was that um, this guy, he's he's fought Vince Morales and Ricardo Hamo, Hamos, I think you say it. Yeah, Hamos. Uh, or Ramos. But he's fought the guy, uh, Al... Ayman Zabab Sahabi or whatever. Yeah, he's not the greatest. He's not the greatest fighter, right? I mean, he's got two, two back-to-back losses against Vince Morales. I'm not big on at all, so that just made me. Not- and this guy likes submissions. I think he's just gonna get a submission, dude. Okay, I'm I'm thinking uh, Sahabi. I'm taking Sahabi via decision. Um, isn't this this is a tri-star guy, right? Sahabi's a uh, tri-star guy. So I, yeah, but that that don't mean shit. There's a couple of TriStar guys that I don't really even think big of at all. I you know who's TriStar right now? Kevin Lee. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> so, second round sub. I think that he's gonna be cautious first round and take the sub in the second. Okay. Uh, you know I can't I can't knock you for it. I just think the ring IQ might might help. And I think the strategy that uh, TriStar comes with will will help him. I'm I'm going with Zahavi decision. So next Shit. next we got a uh, featherweight, uh, Chaz Skelly taking on Jamal Emmers. What did you think about this this matchup? I'm a fan of both in a way, but I, like I'm not a huge fan of Jamal Emmers. Chaz Kelly, I like him a lot better. Uh, he's like a grappler heavy fighter, scrappy. Um, to be honest, I think I might change. Changed my pick on air because at first I had Chaz Skelly by decision. Okay. But I think Chaz Skelly is probably going to sub him. And my guess is probably in the first round pretty early. Because once I seen what, who Jamal Emmers was. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's that guy who looks like a fucking deer in headlights at all times and looks blind <laughs> as shit. Yeah, he, he just looks blind. Looks so dumb. I think, I think Chaz Skelly's going to take him down and get him in a rear naked choke or something very easily. Yeah, I got Skelly be a decision on this one. So that's what I had originally. So you know, obviously it's not a bad choice. But when I realized how, when I realized who Elmer Emmers was or whatever his name is, yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta change my pick, dude. I I don't I don't rate that guy too high. I mean, he's kind of cool. You know what I mean? I, I can't hate on him. Right. But I think Chad Skelly's gonna get him down and take it, take it, take him to the ground very easily. All right. Next we got Shayna Dobson taking on Casey O'Neill. Who you got? I have O'Neal by decision. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh how dare you? Surprising, right? 
What did, what did you pick? Dobson by decision? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I did. So, but think of it this way. That was a coin flip, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> if you look at the records, though, yeah, we got Shane at Dobson at four and four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Casey O'Neill is five and zero. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay. yeah, it was kind of. It's just crazy. Yeah. And I think she's so. It's, I think it says she was from Scotland, but she fights out Australia. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. About this, and this is her debut. I think you know what I mean. I think she'll probably do well. Okay, Casey O'Neill for the win. I mean, emotionally, I'll go with O'Neill, but I mean, just looking, like I said, tossing the coin. Came up Dobson. So next we, next we have Nate Landwehr taking on Julian Arosa. Now this, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say it like this. I like Landwehr in this one. I'm not sure how he's gonna win, but I like Landwehr in this one. Julian Arosa has already been in the UFC. He got kicked out, then he's come back. Uh Nate Landwehr is 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 a damn good veteran. Uh, very aggressive style with this. I, I like Landwehr. Um, I'm hoping for a third round TKO. That's what I'm hoping for. But I, that might change. What do you got? I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a veteran. I mean, Landwehr, he might look old because he's balding. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, and he's 32 or whatever. But, like. Bros had two fucking fights in the UFC, bro. That's it. You know what I mean? Oh, why does it sound like? Why does it feel like he's been there so much longer than that? Because it was a classic matchup. His last fight It was him versus Darren Elkins. That felt very old school the way they fought. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 it did. It did. So it, he got he got uh, KO'd by Herbert Burns in his in his debut. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> what about Julian Rosa? Who you got in this? Who you got in this, man? Okay, so I'm just going to say, Landwehr has a cool attitude. I like when, you know, he, he just seems like a fucking crazy dude to hang out with and shit. Mm-hmm. But I went with Juicy J. Juicy I, you know, J. By a submission round one. Wow, okay. Yeah. What What is he going to get him with? Uh, Probably a guillotine. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably, he'll probably catch him with some shitty... He's six one. Let's see how big Nate, how tall Nate Landwehr is. Five nine. Mm. Got longer like arms. Yeah. All right. So, what did you think about this next fight? Eddie Wideland taking on John uh, Castiande. Eddie Wideland. Hold on. Sorry. Mustache. Okay. So, I know. I know who Eddie Wideland is. I'm young Mexican dude. Fight. So I did. I did Wyland by decision. I'm kind of just rooting with my fucking heart here because I'm a fan of Wyland. I like the way he fights. Yeah. I, I I think it was sad that he fought and got knocked out, but but that was a beautiful knockout by fucking dude. Um, yeah, but he got Sugar, Sugar Sean. Yeah, Sugar, Sugar Sean did. I think he did uh, draw up a blueprint for him. You know, that if you set a trap for Eddie Wyland, he gonna fall in it because of that. What, what? How would you say it? Like, um, like brawler mentality. Like, I'm going to hit you and you're going to hit me and we're just going to scrap. And that's all there is to it. Kind of a tough guy 
kind of esque Forrest Griffin type person. I, I don't I don't agree with you. I think Eddie Wineland is very crafty. I think that Sean, Sean O'Malley just outplayed him that day. I don't think that this guy's anywhere near as good as Sean O'Malley is when it comes to that striking. Uh, I think that Wyland is the type, a crafty veteran that would fucking make adjustments. And I think that he'll play this very, very safe, like more safe, and he's going to win the decision. I, I think you're crazy. He's talking about how people can just set up fucking strikes on him, bro. I didn't say set up strikes. I said set up a trap. Okay. If you, My dude's got 15 knockouts and I'm not only been knocked he, out four times. I'm not saying that he gets knocked out a lot. I'm saying he falls into traps. And not saying that he can't he can't uh pivot and and adapt to the situation. I'm just saying if if I'm if I'm Costanda, I'm setting traps for this dude all day long. I'm gonna hit him with a couple leg kicks, make him think I'm going low, and then clinch with him and knee him in the face. That's how I hmm. would beat that's how I would beat Eddie Wyland. I wouldn't try to box him because you're not gonna win that too often. But you can corner him let him let his ego get over on him and then beat him use use okay. his stuff on him so how is he winning i got castanano knocking him out in the third round you bastard ko round three you bastard i hope he gets knocked out first round but i think he's gonna <laughs> win by decision hey if 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 castanano knocks him out in the first round that'd be great What's this Alves fight? I feel like did we already talk about that? Where's Alves? Alves, who's f- for some? Oh, so it says it, it says it's way up on the on the things for sure, dog. But they had it before that fight on. Let me see what it says on YouTube. I mean, uh, Google. Sorry. Okay, what are you what are you talking about? Alves, who's Alves? Uh, Rafael Alves versus Patrick Sabatini. Sabatini. Did fight? I did not even see yeah. that fight. When did, when so is that- this? Is that's that, before fucking. Uh, I mean, that's after Shane and Dobson before Nate Landwehr. Really? On Google, on Google and Topology, but SureDog has it different. Wow! Did that just get added? Like, because no, because I already had a pick for it. I went there and yesterday and I didn't yesterday. see it. I did not see it yesterday. Okay, hmm. I have no idea who they are. It was on. It was on Topology yesterday. That's all I can tell you. Okay. But um. I don't think most neither one of us is really going to know much about these two guys. I don't know anything. I've never heard the names before. So I'll just go over this real quick, just so we don't go too far and skip it. Okay. Um, we got this guy Pat Sabatini. Mm-hmm. He's f- fighting out of Pensylvania. Okay. Uh, so he's so Henzo Gracie Philly. So he's part of Henzo Gracie Philly. Thirteen and three, mostly wins by. He's got nine submissions on his record. Okay. Uh, never, he's never fought in the UFC. Right. Then you got this guy Rafael Alves or Rafael Alves, mm-hmm. nineteen and nine. He's lost by submission six times. Uh, he's won by submission seven times, but he's he's mostly got a well round. So this is grappling he, USA right here, pretty much. Well, this guy's Brazilian, and he's fighting out of M- some uh, place called MMA Masters. Hmm. But he just won a by a. Uh, second round submission, second round guillotine choke on a contender series. So we have a contender series guy versus uh, uh, just somebody that's debuting. Okay. 
So I actually chose Alves because they're both submission guys, like you say. Yeah. I chose Alves to win by decision because I think it's going to be kind of a stalemate when it comes to their specialties. Okay, I'm taking a Gracie Gracie uh, Jiu-Jitsu over any other MMA Masters Jiu-Jitsu all day long. I know, and I'm starting to kind of fucking lean that way when I realize that, but it's Philly and Henzo Gracie, you know what I mean? Where, where's, where's the real Henzo Gracie? I mean, Henzo's, <laughs> Henzo's in New York. I mean, it's maybe not, it is. Now. It's not that far. I might have to take. I might have to change my my decision then. I mean, Henzo's out of New York, so I mean that. I mean, it's right there, and and let's see who, who's uh, around Philly. Is it Pedro? Pedro or, Munoz. No. Um, it starts with a P. Yeah. I'm gonna change my pick, yo. I'm, I'm going with Sabatini submission guys. third round, then. I'm gonna go with the same thing, dude. Fuck it. Yeah, I promise I'm, you, I'm changing uh, it right now. All right, I'm taking Sabatini third. I round. think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great grappling match, but the Henzo Gracie Philly dude is gonna come out and fucking win by fucking determination, and and you know, they just have better technique, man. It's it's, and I'm, I'm not a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu guy. And I, I, I gotta, I gotta call it like I see it. The, the, the technique just works better. It just does. What do, you, what do you think about what Eddie Bravo and his Tenth Planet guys? I think, I think the Tenth Planet Jiu-Jitsu is is good for a flow state. Like if you have a a person that's not giving you a lot of resistance and was willing to to roll with you, Eddie Bravo's will will beat will beat Gracie Jiu-Jitsu because they're willing to roll. But if you get a, a fighter, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu wins every time. Mm-hmm. Like, Eddie Bravo, you need somebody to... You need a willing participant for for 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. But Gracie Jiu-Jitsu works on anybody. Gotcha. Um, so... We can move on if you want. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, what about this next fight? This next fight, I'm kind of, I'm really curious about this fight. I, I was going back and forth a lot. Uh, Jacar Close taking on Luis Pena. Um, so, way bigger fan of Jacar Close. I love his style. Uh, Luis Pena, Violin Bob Ross, in my opinion, I've always said I'm not a big fan of his. He gets handed fucking finishes and he doesn't take them i fucking hate that about him right. and the difference between jacar close and fucking pena it's a car close will fucking bang with the best bro i'm telling you and i think that he's gonna end up tk getting a tko victory in the second round against pena because he will take that finish the only problem i f- that i find is that both fighters are fueled by ego a hundred percent fueled by their ego, like they can get baited into a brawl almost immediately, easily, easily. And if one person is mentally strong enough to stay disciplined and tr- and and urge the other to 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 use their anger or use their ego, that person's gonna win. So me, I'm thinking. Luis Pena can probably do that better than Jakar Klaus. So I'm going with Pena decision in this one. Hmm. 
Yeah, but you've always you've always been on on Pena's dick. I like Pena. Let's I be like, honest. I, I'm not saying you've that always I'm... been on his dick. <laughs> I like the dude. I like the dude. I don't think I don't like his his antics after he loses. He cries like a little bitch and and whines out of the cage. I don't I don't particularly like that. But when during the fight, I like his style. I like his thought process. He might not finish fights like you say, but he definitely has a strategy. I don't know, man. I just think that Jakar Close is the better fighter. All right, well, how's Close going to beat him? I already said, second round TKO. He's going to take that finish when when the opportunity comes. And you know what? In the first round or something, I I wouldn't be surprised if Luis Pena can finish it, but he won't. (laughs) He won't, dude. He'll get handed a choker. He'll get handed a fucking TKO victory. Three, but he won't fucking finish it, bro. He won't. I'm not saying that he. I agree with you that he'll. Doubtful that he finishes. That's why I picked decision, because he will hold a position, the entire fight, but he won't. He won't finish the submission. Oh, so next, next is another good fight. Jared Gordon taking on uh, Danny Chavez, or Chavez. I'm not a huge fan of this fight, to be honest. Why? I don't know. I just think that, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? That's okay. That's kind of well, how I feel. It's, so it's who you got? Who you got? I got Chavez by decision, and that's literally purely based on, uh, I think that Flash Gordon is okay, but not the greatest. I don't know. Like yeah. you tell me why I care about this fight because I don't. I just like the stylistic matchup with it with Gordon with a with a more striking based like boxer heavy heavy style and Chavez with the taekwondo kind of fast on the feet kicks and everything we get to see that kind of mix up style and uh, Chavez has definitely got the speed advantage but Gordon has got the experience and the the power advantage I would say so yeah it's like speed versus power in this one well, it's it's also I feel like Jared Gordon. It, it, so this is my thought process. Like they like, out of all the way he's won, he's he's got a little bit more finishes on his on his record than the other than uh, Chavez, but he's won by fucking decision. Who? How many? Uh, what about Chavez? Most of his wins are by decision. This is bound for a decision, in my opinion. Yeah, they're safe fighters. So I mean, I got. I got Chavez's decision in this one. Who That's you? exactly what I have. Okay. I can't. I can't see them going to the fucking. I can't see. I can't see this not going to the judges. Right. That's why I'm not excited about this. You know, I like people that try to finish fights and stuff. Uh, my pen's dying. Your phone's dying. You say? My pen. My pen. Oh yeah, I was having the same issue earlier. <laughs> So who you got next? Uh, so is the next fight we got Tom Aspinall, right? Woo! Is that who you got on your next fight? Yeah, Andre Arlovsky. What is it? A 21-year vet in the game, you know? I mean, good Lord. Uh, taking on Tom Aspinall. Whew. Who you who got? Yeah. Okay, okay. I got first. Well, go ahead. You go first. No, no like you seem excited. First. I want to hear your your shit. You seem excited. Let's go. I want to hear this. 
First round knockout, Aspinall. Let's go. Oh, shit. You took my shit. You took my shit. <laughs> oh, man. You both like Aspinall. Shit, yeah. You know look, look. I like Arlowski. I mean, the guy has been around forever. But, man, he's going to he's gonna make it hard. I'm not saying first round knockout. I'm saying second round knockout or um, Aspinall. Just because he's just younger, he's he's gonna. He, it's gonna be a feeling out process, I think. Um, and, and I I got I got I got Aspinall second round KO. I just well, think he's better. Just to let you know, by the way, he's only made it out of the first round, and even including the six amateur fights that he had, he's only made it out of the first round one. Two, three, three times he's made it out of the fucking first round out of I don't know how many fucking fights. Oh, I agree. I, I 16 fights. I he's agree. only made it out three times of the first round. I agree. But I think uh, I think this is how it's going to go, Dan. I think Olofsky's going to come out, try to kick the shit out of his legs, take away some of that power, and run aw- run away. That's what I would do if I was Orlowski, being a a savvy, uh, experienced fighter. Yeah. Whether that happens or not is 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 to be seen. So that's why I'm giving Aspinall to the second round because I think the first round is going to be a lot of Orlowski kind of dictating what happens. Yeah, I, I get that. It's kind of like Tom Aspinall's biggest fight of uh, to date you know what i mean yeah he might be a little bit more taken back and you know i get it that's not a bad bad uh reasoning i'll give it to you i see a lot so, of a lot of arlowski bozer tanner bozer fight kind of in this oh uh, don't even piss me off didn't arlowski win that decision he did yeah so i, I see a lot of that in it but i think aspinall comes out on top Hell yeah. All right. I like Aspinall. I like his style. I want him to do well. All right. Here's for some points. Let's go. Here's for some points. Oh, we, we already own the fucking... This is main card, baby. Hell yeah, dude. Let's go. We got Phil Hughes or Hawes taking no, on Nasserdine Amavoff. Amavoff or something? Amavoff. Amavoff. I-M-A. So, Ema? Yeah. Amavoff? Yeah. I think. Nasa right, Dean so Butts. These guys have a fucking identical record, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, very different styles. Very different styles. Like, I got I'm Halls, first. dude. Halls first round KO, son. Like that dude is power ink. Yeah, personified for real. Like, good lord. Just yep. good God. We agree we agreeing a lot tonight, bro. That's exactly <laughs> what I have. And you know, it, why why go against him? You know what I mean? Why? Why? You know? You know that's what we want to happen. So, might as well pick it. Yeah. I mean, good God, that dude has got. You seen his shoulders? His shoulders look like boulders. I mean, good God. <laughs> yeah, he's five eleven though. He's thirty two years old. But I like you know he's got the Megatron nickname and everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, Nasardine's gonna come out with some wrestling. But if he can keep his distance and get some get some strikes, good night, 
Good night, Nazadine. See you what later. What made my decision? Look this, how big them the shoulders easiest? are. Good God. <laughs> what? I just you just seen a picture of of the shoulders. I mean, good God. They Good lord, they're what, big. What, so I was kind of back and forth with this one cuz I was like, man, I don't know. They got a similar record, man. This is going to be a good fight. And then I was like, oh, fighting out of France or fighting out of Philly? Let me take the Philly. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yep. I get that. So that that's kind of rolls right into the next one. You're going to take Russia or you're going to take uh, where's uh, Chris Doc is coming out of? Oh, he's Jersey. I meant to say Jersey. Jersey, Philly, you know, East Coast guy. East Coast, dude. Basically. I mean, same. If they're East Coast, we, vote, we rooting for them. You're Let's fucking right. Yeah, that's right. Most of the time. Yeah, I mean, Dokus, Dokus, he's the Philly guy. That's, that, that's the Philly guy. And I got him first round knockout as well. You got Dacus knocking out Olenek in the first round? 100%. Wow. You want me, go, you want me to elaborate on that? Please do. Please do. All right. So, Olenek got beat by Walt Harris and Alistair Overeem. And he can be stormed. He's, he's older. He's crafty. And as long as you fucking storm this man, he will lose. So, And I think that Chris Dacus has that in him. And I think that his, you know, obviously his coaches see this. If I can see that shit, his coaches tell him, bro, just run at this guy and just throw it the fucking kitchen sink and he will go down. <laughs> I mean, Chris Dacus is a police officer or a former police officer. I'm not sure if he's he's still a police officer, but I mean. should have told me that. Now I can't root for him. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. I mean, he's been on a tear. I mean, he's just been knocking people out left and right. Uh, I, I like Dacus in this fight. I, I do. But if, if Olenek gets a hold of you, dude, I mean, that that Ezekiel choke is no whore. He will get it from you, get it on you from any position, pretty much. He gets that what's arm a key, around. What's a, what's a key lock? A key lock is like a uh, Kimura. So the the one time that uh, Chris Dacus was submit, submitted before was from a key lock, and it was against somebody named Sean Teed mm. early in his career. Yeah, I mean, if, 2015. if like I said, if Olenek gets a hold of you, watch your neck because you're going to get choked out. But if, if Dacus can keep his his distance, which he can because he's the more bigger fighter in this in this instance, I, I got Dacus winning. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say first-round knockout. <laughs> After all that, you went. You just picked the same as me, you little bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, whatever, man. Fuck you. I, I want some points. <laughs> just think. Just think, though. What is Chris Dacus's number one tool? It's fucking boxing, right? That fucking right hand is sickening, dude. I mean, it's so. straight, straight as an arrow, dude. It will come right to your chin. It's like a magnet. All right. Uh, so the next bout is another interest. This is an interesting matchup, but I'm not sure if I really care. Feel me? Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, I Charles Rosa versus Derek Minner. How is this on the main card? Is what I'm wondering. Like these guys, fucking suck. I'm just calling it like <laughs> I see it. These guys fucking suck. I I really could care less who wins. Uh, every time well, I've every time I've even thought. Even had the thought that Derek Minner was going to win, he loses. So I'm going with Charles Rosa whipping that ass all day long. 
I got I got I got him knocking him out third round. <laughs> oh god. I, I, I just it's like hey, right. I don't give a fuck. So Derek Minner <laughs> Derek has I just don't give a fuck. Two submissions on his record. Yeah. Okay. Charles Rosa got fucking got put in a twister like four or five times against fucking Bryce Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> but yet it never got finished. So you look, know what I mean? Look, so look. you know just don't, probably not gonna get subbed. So don't that's care. a good that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. But I don't think either one of these guys are much of a strike here to be honest. I went with uh Charles Rosa by decision. Okay. Just because I think that he's the more tested UFC guy and I think that his hey you know his composure will come into play in this fight. Yeah, but like you say, like I say, who gives a fuck? It's just like, ugh. like I'd rather see Dakar close on the main card than yeah these two. Like swap well, it's a them. Free night, right? It's free it is night. free, but swap them. I mean, give me, I, I swap them. It's just a better. It's a better. So what's the next matchup? I want to hear you say these names. Caitlin Vieira, take it on uh, Yana Kunitskaya. Now, I know both of them. I watched Bruce Buffer say them just because I wanted to say, fuck you, buddy, because I could but you say... But Caitlin. It's Ketlin. 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 Ketlin Vieta and, and uh, Yana Kunitskaya. I mean... Why would, Why did you get a fucking, like, Irish accent? <laughs> Ketlin Vieta, show me the way to... I don't even fucking know. You do it better than me. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't fucking know, but look. Give me, give me the pot of gold, fat boy. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. Fucking, uh, I got Vieta in this one. Just because she's she's more aggressive. Uh, Yana, I feel like if you get, if she gets put on her back, she doesn't know what to do, really. Um, hmm. And if, if Vieta can take her down, it, it, she's gonna hold her there, and it's just gonna be a long, a long matchup, a long three rounds. I got yeah. uh, Yana. Yana likes the clinch, but I don't. I just don't see her, see her executing the game plan like she should. I got uh, Caitlin Viet- Catlin Vieta uh, decision. K E Catlin. 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 Kettling. Ritlin. Ritlin, Kettling. So, I think fucking Foxy, Kuzkaya, whatever, she looks good. Oh, yeah. But she, she fucking sucks, bro. Yeah. She fucking sucks. And Kettling Vera, Vera, she only has one loss on the record. And that was a KO by fucking I- Irene or what her name is. Irene Adon- Adani. Oh, yeah, that bitch knocked down the first round. But she's tough, dude. She's big. She's she's like uh, a very very broad shouldered woman. Yeah. And it's remember when she just she just beat the shit out of Eubanks. I mean, she, look she at her. Eubanks. Look at her right not, there. Not I mean, a lot of people can bully Eubanks the way she did. Yeah, I agree. I think she's gonna win a decision very very easily. I got her. I like I said, she's, okay. she's gonna she's gonna put a pound in on her, bro. The pounding. Yeah, and I'm not excited about this fight. I just think that she's gonna stay on top, beat on her, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Here comes the main event of the evening. We have 
Curtis Razor Blades versus <laughs> Derek the Black Beast Lewis. Who you got in this? Uh, Blades, <laughs> second round knockout. But what about the nuclear missile on Derek Lewis? I think that. I think that Blades is rounding out his his skills a lot more than Derek Lewis is. Are we Derek sure? Lewis, listen, I'm Derek listen. Lewis is using a lot of his his power. Right. Still, it's less. It's not as much technique. It's just more sheer. I'm big as shit, and I got power with the grappling. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta remember this. Derek Lewis just lost a, a shit ton of weight. And he's more agile, and his cardio's going up. And his power's still the same. Look, I think that Blades is a better fighter. I think Blades mauls him in the first round. Like, just stays on top of him. And by in the second round, he'll be tired, and he'll give up on a TKO. The ref stops it. You're not even getting him to the third round? KO? No, I think that I think Blades literally fucking mauls him and tires him out completely. So you got Blades KO second round. But I want to say this: when when Black Beast first brought up this matchup, yeah, he said I will fucking throw him to the ground and, and ground upon him. That's if he does that, I want it to be. I said this the first time this got matched up. If he does that, that's my new favorite heavyweight. <laughs> but I don't think he will. Yeah. So you got Curtis Blades, second round knockout. TKO technically because I don't. I could see it to where he's not out, but the ref stops it because he just just exhausted, not not fighting back good enough. Okay. All right, I, I'm just just making sure that that you know you have the same thing as me. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, for real. Real blaze. Do we have do we have the same whole fucking main card at least? Uh, to the same. Bro, so, so, so. Yeah, we you do. Said, you say Duke is round one? Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, Rosa. I'm saying Rosa third round KO. You're saying Rosa decision. Okay, <laughs> so we're not completely the same. Nah, but I mean well, we're pretty fucking close. Look, Blade Blades has been the proven wrestler, better cardio. Better ground and pound. I mean, he has a like a, a a diploma in ground and pound. I mean, it's not so much as like he gets lucky. There is a systematic decimation that he does on the ground. I mean, what he did to Alistair Overling was just craziness. Took him down. Beat he beat him so bad that he had to teach him how to beat him. That that's how bad it was. Have you ever beat somebody so bad that they say? Can you teach me that afterwards? I mean, that's a badass beating. When when you beat somebody so bad that you they want to they want to learn how to how to beat people like you. I mean, that's a badass beating. But do you got it the same exact way? Second round KO. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Curtis is going to try and um Stay away from that nuclear weapon of a fucking right hand that Lewis has got for the first round. And then he's just going to be like, oh, well, he's tired now. I got him. 
I don't but, think I don't think he's gonna be like Hadolfo Vieta fucking tired, but he's definitely gonna slow down in a second round. We all know that. But we know it's not going five rounds. We know that. Let's not forget. But you know, we will recognize this as the podcast. We have to recognize this. Okay. Derek Lewis can be exhausted and still have knockout power. He and it did, stays on the feet. He did that with Volkov. Who else has he done that with? Uh, did he do it to JDS? No, JDS beat his ass. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just thinking like... I'm just he, saying, he can still do it. He caught Volkov. He caught him. Because Volkov got, got cute and got overconfident. Like, this dude is so tired, I can just walk over to him and, and flick him and he'll fall. And he got... MMA he got math caught. real quick, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just, just, you know, I always got to do this. I'm listening. So, in my opinion... Blades outstruck uh, Volkov in their fight. You know, he got tired of from just driving, trying to take fucking Volkov down. Yeah. But in a, in a lot of exchanges, he was whipping Volkov's ass. He was. Definitely whipping his ass. But Volkov whipped Derek Lewis's ass for five rounds, and then Lewis got lucky. In a, you know, in a way, you could say it was a lucky type of shot. So It was 100% luck. I don't even think I he think, looked when he I threw it. Te- technique... The striking even goes to fucking Blades. You know, even though he's known as a grappler, now like technique wise, he's probably gonna be a better striker than Lewis. But but will, what did you say in previous podcasts? You said, you know, Lewis just stands up when he's on the ground. He ain't gonna do that. He, he, and you know what? Actually, he will do that. If if he just stands up, that's what Blades does. He just lets him stand up and he just drops him again. Stand up, drop you again. He rides him. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of, I I think Kurt, if I was Curtis Blades, I would take the DC blueprint to beat Derek Lewis, because he's not gonna get, he's not gonna rise that much in wrestling, in that short amount of time. Yep, that's exactly what I'm thinking too. I I think that he can hold Blades. I mean, I think Blades can hold him down, but I think Blades is gonna let him up a few times, but not explode. You right. Know I mean, he's gonna keep. He's gonna just gonna hold. He's gonna hold on to him. Let him get up. Right. Hold on to him. Let him get up. Um. Another thing about that. Fucking, I think, we will, see Lewis throw flying knees as well. Oh my god! Can it's you guaranteed. I want to see a Liu Kang kick from Derek Lewis just one time, <laughs> just straight up like like uh uh Verdum. <laughs> like straight yeah. up like for doom just come out with the Luke Kang kick heavyweight style why, why was I thinking of the bicycle kick I was like there ain't no way in hell his fuck no his big ass ain't getting up there <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking awesome though if that happened <laughs> oh dude so we're done with the fight card I'll kind of just okay. venture off on my own shit yeah so I know I think you've seen it already I want to do it for this podcast, for this stream as well, where you do commands to fucking noises and shit. Yeah. Obviously, we would have to put a limit on this one because we don't want noises every five fucking seconds. Okay. But they started rapid firing that shit sometimes when I'm playing. It's it can be funny or whatever. It's fun to like fuck with me. I'm telling you, look, I'm I've been in your stream and that door knock shit has fucking got me once or twice, <laughs> and I'm like, hold up. I'm wearing headphones. I just heard somebody knocking at my door. <laughs> Go check it out. And I've opened my Next door thing. a couple of times like, fuck. 
Hold on, it actually made you get up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it goes from one ear to the next, right? Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I'm not even thinking that I have headphones on because, like, I've had them on for so long. Like, I'll sit here for yeah. like an hour and and forget I'm wearing them, and then I'm like, oh, fucking door, and just get up and go. It must be some one of the times I didn't react because sometimes I see it coming and I just keep focusing. Yeah. But when I know when I don't know it's coming, dude, my whole neck goes because that <laughs> shit is right in this ear. It's just it just fucks with me. Yeah. But it's super fun. I'm excited. I'm gonna do that. I gotta do more Mortal Kombat noises, dude, because you know I've always loved Mortal Kombat. Did dude. you do the? You got knocked the fuck out. Did you do that one? I haven't done any more since the first night. Oh man. But. I kind of was like, you know, talking to people, playing games, stuff like that. Right. I didn't make time to do it. Um, I think I was supposed to make time to do it today, but I, I, I didn't. You're lazy. I You're lazy. Lazy ass motherfucker. I stayed up way too late last night. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? I hear you. I for 11 hours. You're great. How do you do that? I can't even play a game for 11 hours, let alone stream. People- People fail to realize I'm not playing the game the whole time. I stopped through this where we just talk with the chat. Right. I I literally take breaks to eat and we'll watch videos with everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just we're all hanging out, bro. I always use this analogy. And if you are around our age, you know what I'm talking about, everybody. My streams are trying to be like back in the day when you would go to your boy's house. Everybody would meet at this guy's house. And you would go and play games, and everybody would take turns or play the four-way split screen. But and then you know some people bring CDs, some people bring the fucking soda. Sometimes some people, bring, at, but at all times, it was always you guys were just trying to keep the vibe going and play the games and have a good fucking time. You know Hell what I mean? yeah! Forgot to put my phone on silent. I guess. Oh Jesus! That's well, my bad. Yeah. I just sent you your pic, so you know. Oh yeah, and I got my. I I've been using Topology for that, and it re- it's good to save your picks, and it keeps a good record of how your picks are doing and stuff like that. I I recommend anybody that is in the Fight Pick Championship to use Topology because it will help you uh, do better. Awesome. So before we get out of here, um, I think we should we should say. What we got to promote, do you have anything to promote? Anything, like, ready to go or anything like that? Um, your boy's always looking to make some money off of streaming. I've been doing pretty good. I I got up to 60-some followers, but then some of them just expired. I think I'm down to 50 right now, but as always, I'm trying to get up there. I appreciate everybody that's been in the community helping me out, supporting me with biddies, fucking donations. Um the subs gifted subs and you know i'm just come come have a good time with us you don't have to be subbed to be part of the community have fun prank me while playing a game or uh, pick out some good music to play because we got the song quest and when i'm playing uh, games it's always a good vibe man we watch videos we watch fucking all kinds of shit hell yeah well look i think this is a good place to stop we just went over the whole recap of usc 258 Usman versus Burns was a hell of a fight. We got, and still, your welterweight champion, Kamaru Usman. Next, we're looking forward to this fight this weekend where we got Curtis Razor Blades 
taking on Derek the Black Beast Lewis. It's going to be a great fucking card. Can't wait for it. I mean, I think this is a great place to stop for the podcast. If you don't know, now you know. I'm Rick. That's Buddy. And we're out of here. I'll see you. See ya.